0: You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Colletti, and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at the American Bar Association's mid-year meeting in San Diego, California. We're here to cover this event for you, our listeners, and and joining me today, I have a special guest, Mr. Will Gunn. He is the chair for the Commission on Racial and Ethnic Diversity in the Profession. Welcome to the show. Thanks very
1: much, Lawrence. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Well, thank you for stopping by. So, you know, we've uh, we're still getting to know the ABA. We've been covering a few of their events over time, and uh, you know, uh, one of the things we noticed uh, on this particular round was some awards that were going on. And so, this was something that we didn't get a chance to cover the last time. And so, uh, earlier in the day, we met with the Soji Commission, and then we. We saw on here the uh, Spirit of Excellence awards and so that's why I wanted to talk with you about that cuz it seems like it's a very important uh, seems like it's a very important part of the ABA to recognize lifetime of work especially when it comes to benefiting communities and people in law. So um, the Spirit of Excellence Awards, um, you know, is is part of one of the things that the Commission on Racial and Ethnic Diversity in the Profession does. But I think a logical place is to talk about the commission first, so the history of and how it got started. But uh,
1: before we get to that, (laughs) for the benefit of our audience, tell us uh, where you work and what you do. Well, Lawrence, I am a consultant and I also practice law in the Washington, D.C. area. I live in Northern Virginia. But I am a retired Air Force JAG. Oh, fantastic. Formerly served as the general counsel for the United States Department of Veterans Affairs from 2009 to 2014. So I was an appointee in the Obama administration. Excellent. And so now you're volunteering your time. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and that was one of the big takeaways we had at the, uh, the the ABA mid-year meeting last year in Houston was the name of the game for the ABA's volunteer. It's amazing the kind of
1: work you get out of people that donate their time here. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, without, without the volunteers, the organization c- couldn't exist.
0: And it's so important. So we were just learning so much about the important work that's being done to shape our country, to shape our laws, to make them more fair. Um, and, and this year is uh, of particular importance because there's a lot of emphasis on diversity and inclusion. And so Uh, One of the things I wanted to get into is the the history of the commission that you work for, of course, the the Commission on Racial and Ethnic Diversity in the Profession. So what's the history
1: of, and and what's kind of the overarching goal? Well, in August of 1986, the ABA's Board of Governors uh, authorized the formation of a new entity. So in 1986, the ABA's Board of Governors authorized the creation of a new entity, and that entity was the Commission for opportunities for minorities in the profession. Later on, the name was changed to the Commission for Racial and Ethnic Diversity in the Profession. So the, the name was changed. Did the did the goals change or why was the name changed? I don't know exactly why the name changed, but the, the goals have largely re- remained the same. When we think about Uh, The ABA, the ABA has four goals. And one of those goals, goal three, in fact, deals with eliminating bias and increasing opportunities for all members of the profession. And that's what this commission really is focused on, that goal three, eliminating bias and increasing opportunity.
0: So let's uh, let's cut to the uh, the Spirit of Excellence Awards. And so, h- how many recipients of the awards were there this year? There were four recipients,
1: all outstanding individuals.
0: And so, uh, what's h- how does one become uh, nominated for for the award?
1: Well, I suppose a person could self-nominate. <laughs> However, uh, usually uh, friends or colleagues will nominate a, a person. This year, I, I don't recall the exact number. I believe we had in the, in the range of 70 to 80 uh, nominations. And out of that, four people uh, were, uh, uh, were selected. And those four individuals, uh, Hugo uh, Chaviano, who is the commissioner for labor in the state of Illinois, we had uh, Professor Sarah Deer, who is a law school professor in Mi- Minnesota, Dean Joanne Epps, uh, the dean of the Temple University School of Law, and Victor Marquez, who's an attorney in the San Francisco Bay Area. All outstanding individuals with varied but all distinguished accomplishments.
0: What is the criteria for selection? So when you look at someone's body of work that they've done, uh, what where, where are some of the guidelines that for selection?
1: We're looking for excellence, demonstrated excellence in the legal profession, but also a demonstrated commitment to diversifying the, the profession and creating opportunities for others.
0: Let's, uh, let's start with uh, uh, Hugo, is it Chaviano?
1: Shav- uh, Sh- Sh- Chaviano. Let's start with uh, Mr. Hugo Chaviano. Yes, well, Hugo Chaviano uh, came to this country in uh, 1966 at the age of 13. Uh, he's uh, he immigrated from from Cuba uh, by himself at the at the age age of 13, and it's, it's interesting to, to say that because the theme for the Spirit of Excellence Awards is uh, to the stars through difficulty, and Hugo's life life story is a is a prime example of that. Came here on his own, worked a variety of jobs o- over the years, but eventually uh, made his way to college and then on to Northwestern School of Law, and he ended up settling in the Chicago area after graduating from North- Northwestern. And, and today, he is a, an appointee of the governor of Illinois, a member of his cabinet, in charge of enforcing uh, a variety of laws in, in the field of, of labor.
0: Very impressive. So now, was was he being recognized for his uh, lifetime of goals and achievement, or was, was there a particular project that he was working on? It,
1: basically his lifetime work. He's a former uh, president, for instance, of the National Hispanic Bar Association, as is another uh, awardee. And that's Victor Marquez. Victor Marquez is practices law in the San Francisco area. He's also a former president of the National Hispanic Bar Association. Victor is also the first openly gay uh, uh, awardee, to the to the best of my knowledge, and he was the first openly gay president of the National Hispanic Bar Association. So, Victor has been a a trailblazer in, in a number of ways. Uh, he has—he's someone who's devoted much of his career to creating opportunities for all, creating opportunities for women, creating opportunities for those in the LGBTQ uh, community, uh, and he's involved in a variety of activities in the San Francisco Bay Area that are focused on creating opportunities for various individuals.
0: So it sounds like a, a lifetime of work here. Absolutely. And was there a particular project of special mention for him that he was working on as well, or?
1: Well, again, it's his lifetime body of work, but while he was president of the National Hispanic Bar Association, one of the things that garnered him attention was the fact that he established the first entity within that institution, the National Hispanic Bar Association, for lesbian and gays and and bisexuals. And so now there's a section that is there to support those individuals, and that was largely due to uh, uh, Victor's work. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So how about, uh, it's Professor Siradin? Sarah Sarah Deer. Sarah Deer. Okay. How Mm -hmm. about Professor Sarah Deer? Uh, Professor Deer is uh, from Minnesota. She's Native American. Uh, She is a well-known and well-respected scholar with respect to Indian law. Uh, She's done a, a variety of things, has worked in a nonprofit community. She's worked in government as well as working now in academia. Uh, she's respected for her legal scholarship in in the area of of in Indian law, and so she was recognized largely as a result of that.
0: And that leaves uh, Dean Joanne Epp.
1: Yes. Uh, Dean Joanne Epps, she spent the vast majority of her uh, career in academia. However, Dean Epps uh, has also been a U.S. attorney. She's uh, been involved in a variety of things in the Philadelphia area. So once again, all of these people, uh, they're, they're not one-hit wonders. They all have done a variety of things and have demonstrated excellence uh, in the work that they've done.
0: Well, Gosh, uh, Will, thank you so much for stopping by today. You know, this has been just really enlightening. Uh, every time we get involved with the ABA, we learn more and more about where our uh, membership dues are going, you know, the work that's being done, a lot primarily by volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so it's impressive, and so it's good to talk with a gentleman like yourself and uh, learning about uh, everything that's going on here. So I, I thank you for
1: uh, sharing your time, especially with such a busy event. Well, it's a pleasure to be here, and I appreciate Legal Talk uh, Network taking an interest in what we're doing.
0: Uh, if, our, if our audience would like to reach out to you, get involved, uh, learn more about the kind of work that you're doing for the uh, American Bar Association, how can, they,
1: how can they find you? Well, simply by going to the American Bar uh, Association web- website, and there at that website, there is a link to our specific commission.
0: Well, this has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti from Legal Talk Network. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you, Will. That was great.